0: Hello and welcome to another podcast by The Practical Medium and I am Michelle, your practical medium. Uh, If you've been following me for a little while, I will skip the whole where you can find me and I will put it in the description with the podcast Uh, just as a time saver and to avoid feeling like I'm being repetitive. Autism, yay. (laughs) It's a trait of autism to feel like you're constantly saying the same thing over and over and boring people with it. Anyway, so today's topic story what have you is to do with um the whole how the hell do you know that stuff there's um you'll often see tv shows of mediums and hear stories of mediums getting information about somebody that they had no business knowing and that's how it really it's kind of like a how it works you get the uh, somebody who's dead in your ear saying tell them this they're gonna be blown away kind of thing. And you're just like, okay, I'll just see what happens. Or you you say things that are pertinent to the person you're reading, like the person who's dead and the person who's listening goes, oh my God, that's what they would sound like in life. And those are words they used, etc., etc. And it's not to make light of it. It just is how it happens. I repeat what comes in my head and it lands or it doesn't. And most of the time it does. But that's, uh, that's neither here nor there towards where I'm going to go today. This happens to be uh, an, a good story about how my friend in Australia, who is one of my mentors, I keep her name out of things because uh, she's a very private person and she doesn't do this in the open, so to speak. So that I will just refer to her as my friend or mentor going back and forth. So, what would happen when I was a kid, and I'm going to back go back some to my childhood here for a reference, is I come from the era where broadcast TV went off the air around 1 or 2 in the morning, depending. Um, and I'd fall asleep to the TV, which many of us do. But I would be woken up at some point in my sleep by hearing conversations. And now I know we like to me. I know there is such a thing as what's called matrixing, where you hear noises and you hear voices in them. But those voices are at the same level of the, the white noise in the TV. What I'm hearing are full-on conversations. And yeah, they'd freak me out because it's like, wait, nobody's in here. What the hell? But... Even though they'd freak me out and I'd wake up and I'd be like, what? I got used to it to a degree. But when I closed down and as I got older and stopped falling asleep in front of the TV, and actually going to bed to go to sleep and making everybody happy, um, that faded out because forced air heat in a home doesn't make the requisite white noise for me to, you know, fall asleep to or hear things. It's just a, it's just not in the right hurts or in the right tone so i hadn't heard that in a long time and um we're gonna fast forward to mm, let me think about it about two and a half years ago maybe three at the most and I'm living in an apartment at that time with radiator heat. Now, if anybody's spent any time in an apartment with radiator heat, you know what they do. They hiss, they whistle, they release, uh, they they knock, they make noises basically as they warm up in the heat. You know, it makes the pipes expand and the steam comes through. And it, um, yeah, you know, I lived with this this, this noises for uh, the better part of near two decades. So. You would think if I was going to hear voices and the steam, I would have heard it by now, right? Well, that's what I would have thought. But no, I never heard anything but the steam. And nothing ever came in on top of it. I'd never thought about it. You know, my adult life, I was closed down. And so you can imagine my surprise one night when I'm in that mental state of falling between sleep and awake. And my head's just kind of going places where it goes. And the heat comes up. And it's, it's the way it feels, it's in my background. It's in the back of my consciousness. It's not forward. And anybody who knows how it feels to fall asleep, that, that slipping away sensation, knows that there seems to be like two layers. And maybe you don't, maybe you do. But that if you pay attention to how it feels when you're on the cusp of sleep, it's the same for me, except my senses are opened. And so I'm trying to think. My grandmother, one of my grandmothers, had passed away about a year and two months prior to this incident. So I am in bed, falling asleep. The steam comes up. And all of a sudden, I am transported. Literally transported to what looks like a Humphrey Bogart movie. Film noir. You know, the whole mystery. The... Um, the mysteries like the Maltese Falcon and uh, from the 1940s, and I'm looking at a guy, middle-aged. Um, he's wearing a fedora. He's wearing the, the the suit of the era. He's got a tie on, white shirt, and he's saying in kind of this deep, gravelly voice, "We have to go and get her." And I'm like, "What? Get who?" And I shot up out of bed. I messaged my uh, my I had a tab I kept a tablet for music in my bed which also has a messenger on it messaged my mentor and told her holy crap this just happened I'm freaked out my heart's racing because it really did blow me out of sleep I was all relaxed and then that happened so she happened to be around at the keyboard at the time and she just says acknowledges That i had said something and she goes wait okay i am getting the image of an old time newspaper the kind that you would see with huge bold black headlines you know like japan bombs pearl harbor kind of thing only instead of japan bombs pearl harbor she's seeing a name and neither of us had ever heard this name um and i'm again i'm going to protect privacy here because I don't know if any family of his is still alive. But he does, you know, He, I don't want to let that out into the wild. So I do apologize for being a little vague. But, so I took note of the name. And I was tired. I was, um, I, the adrenaline had fl- had passed. And I'm like, you know what, I'll just look this up tomorrow. It's nobody I know. <clears throat> now his name does kind of sound like... Uh, bohemian and my my one grandmother was bohemian and ancestry and from the west side of chicago and i'm thinking at the back of my head as i'm falling asleep puzzling this out you know he it's like could this guy be from that section of chicago uh okay whatever and i I crashed. There was no more intrusion into my consciousness from the radiators. It was all good, all quiet. I slept really nice and sound. Nobody woke me up again with voices in my ear (laughs) or saying weird things. And uh, next morning I got up and I took the name and I Googled it. And what do I find? But I find him in the the, uh, the 1940 census and I'm looking at his age. And I'm looking at his address and I'm going, are you kidding me? This, this is, this is nuts. So I click back a few more times for other older censuses, um, and I, I I couldn't believe what I found, this guy existed and not only did he exist, he grew up one street over and one block down away from my grandmother. He was also about uh, five years older than my grand than my grandmother, so he was a neighborhood kid. And in Chicago, in the in the nineteen tens, it was a big community. Everybody knew one another, so it was not un it was not without of the realm of possibility for them to have you know hung out with each other or played in a group, what have you. And I still have yet to ask this because it's. And when you're a psychic medium and you have departed family, it's not easy to talk to them. And I just couldn't tell you why at this point. But let's suffice to say, I haven't wanted to pick up the old psychic phone and go, Hey, Graham, did you know this guy? Yeah. Eventually, maybe I will. But they were, I'm going to go with the logical assumption. Yeah, she did. Yes, he was a childhood playmate. And... uh he was somebody she knew. but I obviously couldn't ask anybody in my family because they'll be like, "Well, how did you get that name? Because nobody ever mentioned this name when I was a child, growing up, whatever. you know, and not not too many people talk about the old neighborhoods as it was because they moved out of Chicago in the late 40s. So the person, who i think they needed to go get was my grandmother i do know that after she passed um and she did live to the extreme age of 98 after she passed she kind of lost her way and found her way into places she shouldn't have been um and that is another story and it's kind of hard to describe well hey um yeah your gram Yeah, she's gone into the light, but um, she's still not sure why she's there and she's body hopping. And you got to go like, what? Body hopping? What the hell? What is that and why is she body hopping? So that one, again, is something I'll have to get into at another point. But um, it comes down to they were going to, they needed to go get her. And I picked up on the call because she's my grandmother. I don't know why or who was involved. Um, I don't know who else was in the room. I knew do know there were other people because I could sense them. and But no more information has really been forthcoming from the other side about this whole incident, apart from the fact that, well, this is my grandmother and I know what happened after she died in terms of her spirit going, her her getting confused and losing its way. Uh, not not getting stuck and not getting lost just needing somebody to come and grab her by the hand and take her firmly and say no you go here go through this door not through that door and this is to reassure people who worry about their loved ones getting stuck no one is ever truly lost no one ever is stuck and no one is um you know is abandoned but just like in life we have issues with uh, trusting people. And my grandmother didn't trust a lot of people. So she was just very, not suspicious, but she just, yeah. I won't go into the personal details because it's it's too much sidetracking, but I just know that her ability to trust people was kind of crappy. So in that regards, that whole story is... It's wonderful and interesting to me, but you also have to consider the fact that this information came from somebody in Australia. This is somebody who I met playing um role, role playing sorry, Warcraft many, many moons ago. We're going on since two thousand five. I've never met her physically because I've never had the money to get money to get to meet her in Australia, and she's never had the money to get here to America to meet me. So our friendship has been built solely over online communications in various forms and her mediumship has been mentor her mentoring me as a medium as well has all been online so that's the freaky part how the hell does somebody in australia who only has so much information about my family names and who i'm related to um and my grandmother was of an age that if you were to search her for her full name online, you would not find a whole much whole lot of information about her, apart from family relations and maybe some addresses. And you would have a hard time finding, you know, it's like, you would have a hard time finding where she grew up, even if you knew how to look for the censuses, much less who she knew or who were her neighbors. And so this person she found who got named and not found was she was shown and the, the name who she was shown she had no idea of knowing who this person was is and if i even had any relation to him at the time and obviously i don't have any relationship that i'm aware of but it, he does have a relationship to my grandmother and that he was the a neighbor kid and a little older and he felt like he had to take care of people you know all this Just the old communities of like-minded people, like you know. And he was also, again, Bohemian, just from or Bohemian descent, just like my grandmother. So, and all the all this all ties together. And I wouldn't have told, have been able to tell you when she's telling me this that I had any idea everything was going to come together so neatly and now she's on the east coast of australia so at that time of year she was uh, 16 hours ahead of me and she's awake around my lunchtime, so i had to wait a couple of hours for her to get up and check her messenger and see this and she was just as blown away as i was to find out that this name had an actual human being behind it and not only was it a human being it was somebody that was contemporary to my grandmother now that's an extreme case so to speak of a medium picking up information that they have no business knowing and i had known for quite some time that my mentor was in possession about information about me she never that i never told her uh thanks to ken And and information about him that she had no business knowing, but I knew. And I've never really talked a whole lot about our relationship to him when when he was alive for various reasons. And, um, pardon me, so for her to have the information she did is coming from nowhere else but him. And once again, we have that kind of a situation where we don't even know this person and yet we're getting his information it is similar if you've read my blog post about my grandson it's similar in nature but uh, I would not be able to find him because I don't know his name and my mentor may not even be able to find his name because we don't know where to start looking so stranger things have happened But that's just how freaky sometimes it can be. And I am a medium and I have read for people and I have said stuff to them I have no business knowing or I've gotten information and it comes out so strange to me and I tell them this and they said, oh yeah, that's absolutely right. Or, you know, I've I've got 90% of it. It's, I don't know what else to tell you, but this stuff is real. No, it's real to me. It's my life. And um, had you come to me before he died, Ken died, and told me, hey, you know what? You're a psychic medium and you don't know it. I would have looked at you and I would have said, you're nuts. Now, here I am, and I'm telling you stories like this. And it just goes beyond any kind of expectation I've ever had. So, but who knows where this journey is going to lead me who knows what information I will uncover as I expand my awareness expand myself and talk to more people but it's fascinating truly fascinating how this works and uh, so when if you're listening to me and you're kind of skeptic well I can show you that there is somebody that I in Australia who got a name for somebody who lived in Chicago and from he was born around 1912 and he lived all the way to the early 2000s or around that point as far as I can tell and um knew my grandmother so on that note this is a little shorter than usual but um it's one of those things that doesn't need a whole lot to it so if you um have questions comments um feel free to send them my way at michelle the practical medium m-i-c-h-e-l-e the practical medium at gmail.com and um give me a line and if you want to just keep following my blog and see what latest uh mental issuance i have it's www.thepracticalmedium.com and I am starting to build up a Facebook presence, which you can find me at Michelle Page. And you'll see a highly doctored imaged, uh, Photoshop image of a guy in a boat on a lake. And it's just pretty. So I liked it. So I put it up. So that's how you know it's me. Uh, so as far as I can tell, I think that's the end of this story. But until next time, and um, I still don't know what the next topic is, but as soon as it hits me, I'll be writing it down and sharing it with you. And in the meantime, if you would like to sit down with a reading for me, I'm available. Just drop me a line either through the blog or through the email. And um, any questions, commentary, please, again, drop me a line. I'm happy to d- talk, discuss, or talk about something that maybe is uh, bothering you and you'd like it addressed. So on that note, you guys have a good week. Stay safe and be well.